There's a Wildcats smack the Wisconsin Badgers and they really send a note to the rest of college basketball that this is going to be a problem for the foreseeable future. All that and more on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, Arizona's obviously beaten some really good teams so far this season. We know that. They've beaten Duke. They've beaten Michigan State. Wisconsin probably isn't on that level, although they beat Marquette. Um, they beat Marquette. They beat Michigan State. But we know now that uh, there is a there was an epic, epic mismatch at McHale Center earlier to, uh, today uh, with a team in Wisconsin that, sure, they're good again. Had a really good game against Marquette, but at the same time, they looked woefully overmatched against the University of Arizona. And not only did they look woefully overmatched, they also looked like a squad that, quite frankly, um, was not going to would not be able to beat Arizona if they played them twenty times. And honestly, I don't think that that's really any hyperbole. This was a t- this was a game in uh, this was a team in Wisconsin that. Came in here playing really good basketball. Again, ranked 23rd in the country, 7-2. and two. Again, playing good ball. But this game, again, was over before it started. It uh, was close for a little bit, but then Arizona hit him with that 19-2 run. And after that, that thing, this thing was over. And not only was it over, uh, there was absolutely no chance that Wisconsin was coming back. Every time you thought, all right, well, maybe they'll turn it to about 15 or 20. Arizona absolutely came right back and smacked it back into the 25 point realm. Again, this was a, uh, this was an absolute statement game for, uh, for Arizona. And if you think there's a better team in the country, then I don't know what to tell you because there's not, this is the best team in the country and it's across the board. Not only is it across the board, it's a squad that doesn't, uh, that really doesn't have any weaknesses. And by many weaknesses, I mean that you, they can, uh, they're huge up front, as we talked about. Not only are they huge up front, um, they are also, uh, they're also, they have a, a an extended amount of uh, perimeter players that can just get you athletically with no, uh, uh, with really no problems. Think about it last year. Last year's team was a number two seed, obviously, but, and yes, well, that's cool. It was a, or it was also a squad that, I mean, let's be honest. Here was limited. You didn't have great athletes. Uh, you you didn't have great athletes, and that kind of showed that kind of showed itself. You couldn't really overwhelm a team. Now you could play uh, again. You could beat teams, but this team just overwhelms teams. They overwhelm teams on the perimeter to start with. Again, when you've got the athleticism quotient that they do with Jaden Bradley, with Caleb Love, with uh, um, Pella Larson. And KJ Lewis coming off the bench, those are long athletes. And not only are those long athletes, those are also players that, I mean, you're not going to find a lot of rosters in the country that have a better, just have a better what, quartet or quintet than that. Then you sprinkle in the fact that uh, Kylan Boswell is essentially making threes left and right. 
And not only is he making threes left and right, he looks incredibly comfortable in the process. This is a, uh, again, they just, they overwhelmed Wisconsin. Wisconsin was not able to, Wisconsin was not able to really hang with Arizona. Not only were they not able to hang with Arizona, um, this was a miss. This was a mismatch that it looked like if Arizona were to play them ten times again, they'd beat them ten times. And that also goes to show you too that I think a little bit of the difference in uh, in the Big Ten because again, this is a solid Big Ten team, but this is kind of your typical Big Ten team in that they are they're going to be they're limited athletically. They're very large. That was the one thing that I was excited to see with Arizona is. What would they do with Wisconsin trying to slow the game down and going against some tall dudes? Because again, Wisconsin is seven foot six ten uh, and six seven on the perimeter. So again, it's a fairly tall team. But again, this was a squad that just had absolutely no chance. And honestly, what you also saw too, Umar Ballo, leader of men, Umar Ballo, was in a position here where he was able to. Uh, again, he's one of the strongest dudes that you're ever going to see out on the basketball court, but, and that's going to come in uh, handy against Zach Eady. But one thing that I think does help them out a great deal is that Zach Eady is not, um, that uh, Zach Eady is not going to be able to push Umar Ballo, leader of men around. And you saw that too with Wisconsin. They've had big men that have been able to push other players around. And not only have they been able to push players around, they've been able to be fairly productive. Um, and that was not the case at all. But again, uh, Wisconsin, I don't think really knew what hit them. And you could tell very early on that they were somewhat overwhelmed. Keep in mind, this is a solid Wisconsin team. As I mentioned, uh, you know, if you handle Marquette in the manner in which you do, if you handle uh, if you handle Marquette, if you handle a school like uh, Michigan State, that's a, you know, that obviously is a really, really good thing. But the, none of those schools have the eight-man rotation that Arizona is able to hit you with. And Arizona even delved into the nine, even to the nine-man rotation in that that you between, uh, you know, with getting a polyam a little bit of time out there. But there is absolutely no no uh, drop off when Arizona goes to its bench. And so generally, you know, in college basketball, you generally have four or five really good players. And when you go to the bench, it's kind of roster filler, kind of players that, um, you know, they're good, but are you really that, are you really that scared by him? Probably not. That is not the case at all with Arizona. You could make the case too, that when they come in and the that, in those, uh, those back three, they get even better. And honestly, I think that's probably the case. And so there's absolutely no let up. So if you've got five solid players and um, you're like, okay, we're good. And then you see what's happening with Arizona, who they're bringing in, that can just kind of be demoralizing. And the other thing too, that Arizona's really shown as well is that this squad is this squad just across the board is good. And not, I mean, not only are they, I mean, yes, they're good, obviously, but I think a big part of it is that, um, I think a big part of this team though, is that they also just fit together. Not only do they fit together, the thing about them is they look like they enjoy playing together. Everybody is getting on, everybody is getting on there. And not only is everybody getting on there, everybody is also enjoying each other's uh, what they're doing. Not And that is a huge part of what uh, this Arizona team is. Tommy Lloyd has talked about it from day one that he wanted to be, that he wanted this squad to be a team that 
where everybody fought for each other, where everybody, you know, went to pick each other up. And that's exactly what this team is. Again, this is, this is a privilege to watch ladies and gentlemen, because again, this is the best team in the country. Not only is this the best team in the country, this is a team that I think is going to be able to, um, what lose what one or two games pretty much all season. Now, this was obviously a destruction. We're going to look forward to the uh, we're going to look forward to the next game and see what exactly this game maybe tells us about that. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, a big part of what Arizona is also able to do is they're able to just demoralize teams. And by demoralizing teams, I mean that um, they uh, when teams go out there, they know that eh, we're probably in trouble. Just look at these stats. This is a squad that is going to probably have six, seven, eight or six guys that are in double figures. And not only are they in double figures, they would start for about anybody in the country. And Wisconsin saw that. Now, again, there's a there's a few things that you could probably worry a little bit about. One of those is probably where exactly Arizona scores the, uh, you know, three from a three-point perspective, where they uh, consistently get that. But Kylan Boswell has pretty much answered that question at this stage. Also, um, Pella Larson is good enough. And it's a team that I think it's fair to say that, doesn't really have any discernible weaknesses. And I think that's where Arizona is at right now. Um, but Umar Ballo also, I think, showed there was a lot of questions, I think, after the Michigan State game with Umar Ballo about where exactly he fits into the grand scheme of things because um, in a close game, he is uh, he's going to be fouled. And those questions haven't really been answered. Um, but uh, let's be honest here. Against uh, Zach Eady, who we're going to get to in just a minute, Umar Ballo is going to be absolutely essential. And not only is he going to be essential, because he's probably the strongest dude in all of uh, um, he's probably the strongest dude in all of college basketball. Nobody's going to push him around. Um, and not only that, not not only is nobody going to push him around, he's also going to be the guy who uh um, we'll be able to make you work offensively as well. And that's where I think that Arizona should really, Arizona should really be excited about everything because again, there are no weaknesses. There are no flaws on this team. Now Purdue's going to be interesting, but I think where Arizona is going to be able to get Purdue. And again, I get that you're going off and you're going off into the Midwest. It's essentially a home game for Purdue, but I do think that Arizona I expect them to overwhelm them athletically. And not only do I expect them to overwhelm uh, Purdue athletically on the wings, uh, Zach Eady against Umar Ballo, leader of men, is not going to be able to just push Umar Ballo around. Um, that's, he's, you know, Arizona is going to make him work for everything he gets. And if the other uh, Wisconsin, or excuse me, the, the other Purdue players are able to beat you, then so be it. I just don't see that one really happening, though, because I do think that Arizona is uh, going to be able to help. Then you've also just got an athleticism factor that Purdue just doesn't have, where Keisha Johnson, like we talked about, Keisha Johnson, dudes like that, Purdue doesn't have that. Now, Alabama is going to be interesting. Alabama just played Purdue. And not only did they obviously play Purdue, they almost are, you know, it's 92-86. They're long. They're pretty athletic. That is going to be a fascinating game for me as well mainly because I'd like to see Arizona against some length, against some athleticism. And then Florida Atlantic, obviously, you got really, really good guards. That's about it. Um, 
But this team's not going to lose many games, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, not only is it not going to lose many games, it's going to be a team that is probably going to finish, what, with two, three losses all season. And it's not going to – last year's team, like we talked about, I always felt that it was a little bit – it always felt a little bit like smoke and mirrors, mainly because – um you knew there weren't really pros. There wasn't really anything that was overwhelming about uh, Arizona. This year's team is, this year's team can overwhelm you. And I think that's going to continue to be the case. Now, again, uh, we're going to find out in these out-of-conference games. And that's why it's also really, really important to be able to win these games. Because, again, um, you go into the Pac-12 play, you're not going to have many opportunities. USC is okay. Um and uh, Oregon, I thought would be pretty good, but they've lost half their team for basically the uh, second straight year. And um, not only did they, uh, and after that, what Colorado? I mean, there's not many opportunities. So again, that's where Tommy Lloyd, I think, was uh, very, very, uh, very shrewd in the way that he has scheduled these uh, these games for Arizona because he is also a. Um, you know, I think he knows what's up. Now, it'll be interesting when they get to the Big 12. Are you going to do that? Are you going to schedule these really good games? I don't know. But as far as this game goes, this, like I said, this was just a mismatch. This looked like the varsity against the JV. And I, I keep going back to how many players for Wisconsin would actually play in Arizona? And the answer is not many. Um, not only is the answer not many, the answer is also probably um, – the uh, the answer is probably I don't know. I think it's fair to say that um, maybe one or two, but that's kind of the way it is. For I mean, just look around the country. How many players have that eight man rotation, and how many players have that? You know, those dudes. I mean, all of these guys, I believe, would be all conference type players if they were playing 33, 34 minutes. That's just how wild this is. But again, Tommy Lloyd has obviously hit all the right buttons. Dude knows what he's doing in a big way. And Arizona is uh, Arizona's the best team in the country. We're just going to, I'm just going to keep putting that one out there. And um, in games like this, you, uh, you certainly see what they're able to do. All right. Wanted to get in here and hop on, but on Monday, we're going to talk, obviously some Arizona basketball, the number one ranked team in the country. I would doubt that Arizona is going to move off that ledge. And then uh, we're going to talk some Arizona football as well. But again, this is, no better time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan with the way that everything is clicking. Just awesome, awesome stuff. And again, as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. And we will be back with you on Monday.